Check, check. One, two, one, two. Make me think of Loso's favorite rapper, Shailene. I just listened to a song by him today. Oh, for real? One, two, one, two. Yep. In the place to be, the lowercase MC, solely day. Man, you listen to a lot of music, God. don't you? <laughs> Man, yeah, I got like 15,000 plus songs in my library. And they, I mean, from classical to rock, rap, jazz, country, there's a little bit of everything in there. So, and I always have it on shuffle. So, you never know. I never know what I'm yeah. going to listen to on any given day. Um, all right, man. Let's see. Well, let's get it popping. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. No matter where you may find yourself as you listen to this, and it is uh, another episode of the only sports podcast with brains and bars. It's a black and white thing with A1 and A Ward. I am one half of the dynamic duo A1. You can check out every episode of It's a Black and White Thing by going to the podcast app of your choice, wherever the good podcasts are found. And checking us out there, um, give us five stars, rate, review, subscribe, please, if you don't mind. Thank you. First of all, let me say, well, I'll save that. You can also listen to us live or watch us live on YouTube, where we are right now. Yes, sir. By searching uh, Brains and Bars. Comment, hit the like, subscribe, share those broadcasts as well. The uh, recorded kind of with the with the proper intro and outro will be released either later That's tonight well. or tomorrow. Just depending on what's going on with me and my life, um, you can also follow us on social media by follow by hitting us up at Brains and Bars Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, and I just want to say real quick for everyone who has watched, liked, commented, shared uh, any of these podcasts since we got back to doing this at the start of the year, thank you, appreciate you very much. Thank you for your listening. Thank thank you for your listening. Of listening of ship is what I was going to say. Viewership was the other word that was coming to mind. Thank you for listening. Thank you for viewing all that good stuff. And as always, as you can see, I do not do this show by myself. I'm joined by the homie A-War. A-War, what's good with you, man? Not a whole lot, man. You know how it is. Today is a travel day. So um, running around, packing, trying to get everything situated, tie up loose ends, you know, got a flight this evening. So, uh, but yeah, it's been a, been a good day. Today starts the Big 12 tournament here in Kansas City basketball. That's exciting. Um, and a lot of other conference tournaments going on. So, uh, yeah, and just um, decided that, you know what? As of last night, I'm going to fast. I'm going to start fasting. I'm fasting from parlays, at least for the next, <laughs> at least, at least for the next week. <laughs> I, I, I had one that was supposed to hit last night, and the Knicks blew a 16-point lead against the Hornets after I have missed on three parlays in a row from the Celtics blowing huge leads. <laughs> so this is my fourth parlay in a row where I've missed by one off of an NBA team blowing a huge lead. So I'm done. I'm done. I'm fasting from parlays. Yeah, man. The NBA is a cruel light. When we first got back from Vegas, I, I fooled around the NBA a little bit. And I, after I lost one where the Kings could not keep the lead below 13 and a half or 14, I forget what the line was. I said, you know what? I think I'm done. I think I'm done. That was that was it for me. You know what? I was looking at my little few hundred dollars, and I looked at Grant Williams. He said, I'm going to make them both. I said, yes, you are, because I'm about to make this few hundred dollars. <laughs> and then Grant Williams said, you know what? I appreciate your you know fanaticism for the University of Tennessee and the fact that I bought his NBA Finals jersey. Um, you know, And so what did he do? He did not pay me back. He did not. Hey, Grant, you know how you can pay us back? Man, you can come on the show for about 15 minutes. That's how you can pay yeah. us back. Yeah, Somebody, I'm gonna clip this up and send it to Grant and say, "You cost yeah. my man his parlay. Come yeah. on the show to make it up for him." Biggest Tennessee <laughs> fan in the world bought your NBA Finals jersey. Hey, listen, no, listen, no, 
He really cool. might be the biggest Tennessee Grant. fan. Grant, listen, you said you was going to make them both. And I looked at my parlays and said, I'm going to make them both. And then what happened? I, I didn't. I didn't make either one of them. So, so come on, bro. Hilarious. <laughs> hilarious, man. Actually, I will be in the building tomorrow to watch the uh, the – nightcap games for the big 12 tournament so excited to to watch that don't know exactly who's going to match up because you know teams who win tonight yeah want to play the teams who have uh by so um good luck to those and i'll be excited to be in attendance to watch that man so the good thing about that though is the big 10 or the big 12 has been great all year so it's really like you're not really not watching bottom feed basketball you know yeah, yeah, yeah definitely excited to see who who tips off especially that i think i think the nightcap starts at six um, so definitely excited to see who'll be up in that in that first slot. So, like you said, it's gonna be a, a dope game either way. Cause even like the lower C teams like can bite you in the big yeah. of this year. So um I'm people are probably gonna say Big Ten's best basketball conference out for money, it'll probably be Big 12 big every year. And by the end of the first weekend, nine of them are at home. This yeah. happens every year. They get overrated, they get overhyped. They're both of those things. I normally try to put a distinction between overhyped and overrated. They are both overrated, overhyped, and they're going to be exposed once again in the tournament. There, you'll be maybe nine of them get in, two of them make it to the Sweet Sixteen, and we'll be going another another underwhelming season for the Big Ten. We'll be saying it again, so we'll see, man. But uh, let's get into the show, man. We got a couple of hot topics. We only have about maybe forty minutes because I'm busy, you're busy, but I wanted to get this show in. Uh, but without I didn't want to miss a week. I'm trying. The goal yeah. for 2023 is consistency. Yeah, I'm trying to be yeah. more consistent. Um, and so I might even jump back on here maybe Friday or Saturday if if to hit some topics we didn't get a chance to touch on. So we want to start in the world of battle rap first, right? So mm-hmm. shout out to Remy Ma, shout out to Chrome 23, Easy to Block Captain, shout out to Hitman Holla, all of those parties. Easy to Block Captain and Hitman Holla drops tonight, I believe, at seven Central, eight Eastern on. Chrome 23's YouTube. Um, and there's been a huge discussion in battle rap in the culture this week about YouTube drops versus URL TV's app, right? Like I've heard, I listen, I listen to Verb talk about it, um, you know, about how the URL artists are locked into this app. They're behind a paywall. You cannot see them without having the app and paying for it. And that YouTube is where these, if not, it's not necessarily that artists are able to make money off of YouTube per se, but they are able to be seen by a wider audience, right? Because it's YouTube. YouTube is a free platform. You can go to URL TV's app, or even if you are into battle rap, right? Your algorithms start to put that towards the forefront and you see more and more battles. So easy. He's, you know, again, shout out to the interview he's done with Black Compass. Shout out to the interview he did with uh, Three Letterman um where he discussed various things about his career but he has made mention of i want youtube drops jazz the rapper comes out and says at the chrome 23 event a young lady says to her yo when are you going to battle again and she's like what do you mean i've been battling so as from your standpoint like how do you look at that url app versus youtube you obviously Mention it in the battle with Vixen, right? You mentioned you eat off the app, I eat off the entree. So from your standpoint, how do you view that discussion that's been going on this week of YouTube drops? How crucial are they versus other forms of 
entertainment that have battle rap that drop on on apps because i battle also has an app now they drop on youtube as well but just your take on that from that standpoint yeah i mean not to you know not to toot my own horn or anything you know but you didn't have to listen to to a verb and you didn't have to listen to you know easy and, and a lot of these people um you know you could have just listened to me two years ago um you know this is what i've been saying you know and it's so funny to me because people a lot of times say um your ward well not a lot of times every interview they say ward why are you not on url and i always give them the same three or four reasons and i say one i don't want to be into an exclusive contract where you know i can only battle here two you know i don't I don't want to be specifically a URL battler where all of my battles are on an app, you know, to where, you know, people have to pay $8, you know? Um, and so now what you're seeing is you're seeing everybody come out and it's kind of like, well, you know, you made it a hotline. I made it a hot song, <laughs> I guess, you know, like, I don't know. I, I made a hotline two years ago and now, you know, that people that actually, you know, have some kind of clout because they are URL battle rappers say the exact same thing. Now it's all of a sudden like, Oh, they're so right. You know, um, it, it's kind of wild to me. But, you know, Loso had mentioned it, too. You know, we talked about it a year and a half ago. And you've heard Loso mention it in, 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 um, in interviews as well. And he says, yo, why would Ward come over here? Like right now, like Loso and Saga are, you know, exclusive to an app. You know, we go out and there's people who are fans of us, huge fans of us, obviously, because, you know, the, the maybe they like Christian rap or maybe they're, you know, whatever. And, and they'll say, yo, I, when are you going to battle again, Loso? There's there's a huge community of people who've never seen Saga and B-Dot. And that is just a travesty, you know, to anybody who is a Saga fan, a B-Dot fan or a battle rap fan, you know. And, and um, you know, I've always just said, yo, like, I have the ability to kind of be, you know, um, um, you know, just click on my battles and watch them at any time, any leisure time, you know, on, on YouTube. And, and so what you're seeing is you're seeing um, guys that are already legends in the game, right? You're, you're, you're basically your class from John John to Don and back all the way to Lux or whatever. These guys can survive pretty easily because they already have so many YouTube. Everybody knows exactly who they are. And then you have this next wave of battlers where only guys like Geechee and Twerk um, have really broken the ceiling of the app because that's what the app is. It's a ceiling. You know, it is it is a ceiling unless you're like easy who can jump out and maybe get on Blair and, and kind of, you know, jump out and battle Hitman on Chrome or whatever and do what he's doing because he's trying to um, he's trying to break through that ceiling. You know, unless you're Twerk or, or Geechee, those two those two guys, everybody else is just kind of stuck under the ceiling of, hey, uh, the, whoever URL wants to watch you is going to watch you. You know, and it's, it's just a tough, a tough dynamic for anybody who thinks that they're an independent artist, anybody who thinks that they should be bigger than what they are, anybody who wants to control their own, you know, career. And, you know, whereas me, I can just I bounce around, you know, I've got I think I did over two million views last year in battles. You know, now, granted, you, you, you look at you look at, um, uh, you know, like a hitman or easy. They're going to do that in one battle. Right. Cool. Work harder yeah. not, or work smarter, not harder. You know, but I'm at the point right now where I just have to work hard, you know. Um, and and so uh, that with that said, like, you know, those views have, have positioned me to have a lot of different fans, a lot of people. You know, I just did a Poets and Autumn tour, right? Poetry tour in 20, what, 24 cities, you know, yeah. uh, 500 to a 1200 people every night in 24 different cities. How many of those people do you think are going to go home, pay $8 and buy an app to go watch one of my battles after they see me on a poetry tour? A very small amount, 
How many of those people do you think are going to go home and click YouTube and say, hey, Ward versus, you know, and watch me. And they say, wow, this, this guy's good. I want to follow his battle rap career, you know? So, like, if you're trying to trans, like, if you're trying to transcend into transcend, I don't know if that's the word. If you're trying to um, transition or um, if you're trying to mix, you know, the different things that you do, you know, Easy's acting. He's on Bel Air. He probably meets a whole bunch of Hollywood people, a whole bunch of acting people, right? And so, like, he probably wants them to check his battles out. Hey, this is where I come from, you know? Eh, I'm not paying $8 a month. I don't really rock. You know, if you want to, like, dabble into those other those other uh, areas, you know, like, you need those those YouTube drops because they're what's accessible, you know? Now, on the flip side, URL has, you know, has basically said, Smack's like, I'm not going back to YouTube. I gave them free content for however many years, you know what I mean? And I'm staying with this app. And as... <laughs> the whole culture has always fed into what URL says is gospel. Right? Like we, this is what we've always said. Anybody try to combat it. It doesn't matter because if it's not URL, it's not smack. It's not Beasley. It doesn't count. You know what I mean? True. Which is why we're okay with battles, not starting on time, which were why we're okay with bad mics, bad, you know, all kinds of different things with long, we don't have any kind of structure in battle rap, but because the number one league in, in battle rap has, has, is, does the same thing and there's no accountability you know if somebody was to come up inside and say no we start on time we have this we do we do everything like this like yeah but you're not url you know url is gospel you know so at the end of the day like until there's any kind of accountability taken on like the fan side that has already been kind of manipulated into that if it's not what smack beasley and url says it's not profitable for battle you know until there's any accountability then i don't know what i don't, I don't know what you guys want you know they're going to continue to run their app their app to me is based off content, right? And not based off creating stars because and I think that they'll even fall back even more from it now because now they create a star, star jump ship, you know, or they might even reformat their contracts or whatever. Now it's just going to strictly be based on content, which is why you don't see grudge matches, which is why you see just plug and play matches. And which is why you see over 200, you know, over 200 URL battles last year, you know, um, that, that they're going to go on an app because it's, it's content driven. It's $8 a month. It's I get, content out you know so that i can get paid so that they can you know run their company and they obviously run it very very well i'm sure that they do very very well but i don't think it is um it is for the artist i don't think the app is for the artist or for the battle mm, gotcha. so i don't think it's only it's driven that way so so shout out to mr jukebox he dropped uh, dropped a couple of comments he says you know jazz battle shice raw dropped on youtube shout out to battle academy leaders where that battle took place and that means the fans didn't see that one either. So, and then he he also makes a reference of you know um, that you have you have YouTube drops more than some of the OG vets because of your work rate, you know. Um, and I'll say this about about that that first comment about Jazz and Shice Raw, like you mentioned it, URL has built into the culture at large that if it doesn't happen on this stage it does not matter right and so yes like a jazz the rapper drop on battle academy is an up-and-coming solid reputable lead right you battled shotgun sugar on battle academy right so i mean like be but that's the point they're up and coming they're not yeah. they're not rbe they're not king of the dot they're not url and when you no. when you brand it so well like to their credit it has been repeated so much that and the fans have bought into it so much that they are the industry leader that, yeah nobody okay and 
Like, cool. Like, you battle, you battle Shice Raw Battle Academy. You know, shout out to Stiz and him. All right, cool. It's whatever. But if in order to be in to break through the battle rap glass, right, and move into the mainstream, a couple of things have to happen for you. You have to battle on URL. You have to battle one of those YouTube era legends. Yep. Right. Or vets. And you it has to drop on, on YouTube. If you get mm-hmm. all three of those things, you're out of here, right? Twerk was kind of like one of the last ones who kind of that last transition from I think Geechee got a YouTube drop too. I think I think Geechee got a couple. Yeah, Geechee got a couple and Geechee got Lux too. And that dropped on the app. I mean, I'm sorry, yeah. that dropped on YouTube. That dropped on YouTube. So oh, I mean, Geechee, yeah. So one of the things that I have to shout out easy is easy put in a huge grind to market himself right after the um thing happens he loses a really close debatable battle to to fonz he brands himself as the people's champ and he went on a run Mm -hmm. for about two to three months just about every week he was on somebody's media whether it was he you and him have a a back and forth on a new era podcast Mm -hmm. that was really entertaining he's on a champion He's showing up on New Era. He's showing up on, I'm not going to say Henny Man, because I don't think he ever, he ever jumped on Henny Man. Well, it's a blessing to live on East Coast, ain't it? <laughs> but oh, but hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, now the champion thing definitely helps, right? Being in Philly, that that's a huge, that's a huge, huge deal. But for him, he's just picking up his phone and saying, hey, what's up? Or he's getting on the camera like this on, on a laptop. Yeah, yeah. That's- talking his talk. So he did a lot to market himself and push himself to the masses after that and then when he dropped the top tier disc which look calico dropped first calico dropped like in this last couple of years right when you talk about disc records not going back to like b died and mike p who had a really good two couple of dope tracks Twerk and uh loso. and loso right calico drops wwf and the culture's kind of like yo i'm feeling this like i'm i'm in like i'm feeling that wwf track then easy drops the top tier disc and then after that it was out of here yeah. Right, the top tier disc has the remix. That song is everywhere within the culture, and it goes crazy. So I do have to shout out Easy, not only his his work rate in the ring, but also his promo game outside of it. Yeah, I feel definitely. like you yourself, right? Like you yourself, make yourself available as much as you can when you're really trying to promote yourself, trying to angle and put yourself in position to get these bigger battles. You get out here and you do the media tours as well, you know. And so like that. The app basically means, shout out to Mr. Jukebox who said it's, it's 200 opportunities for MCs to feed their families, which is true. But like, if you want to break through that bubble, you're going to have to do a lot of marketing, a lot of branding, a lot of talking yourself up in order to put yourself in a place, in a position where you could potentially even be an easy to block captain. And that's if, and that's assuming you can navigate the politics of it all. Yeah. And I think that's what it is. I mean, it is 200 opportunities to feed families. Like, I mean, yes, and maybe less than that, because I would say probably 20 to 25 percent of those battles are probably, you know, guys doing battles for free. I mean, I think that that still happens when you're looking at the the because you know, these are these are not these are not all gnomes and summer madnesses. We're talking about everything that's had a URL stamp on it and been created as URL content. You know what I mean? Um but, you know, you can feed your family outside of URL, too, very, very well. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's it's very possible, too, you know. But, um, but yeah, like like you said, like, you know, you have Geechee and you have Twerk, and then now you have Easy and, and what he's done or whatever. And I'm just curious to see, like, if anybody else follows suit. I don't know if anybody else has, like, positioned themselves as, as what Easy has done. 
and part of it is, and like I talked about it on last podcast, there was a time where we looked up and the flyer said, easy to block captain versus Mook. And that battle didn't go down. But the minute that they conveyed to the public, the easy to block captain can have Mook was the minute that it was like, yo, he's on a different level than all of y'all. You know what I mean? Like he, he is not one of you guys anymore. You know, he is not a part of what, you know, of this class of people. And I'm sure he took that like, yo, like, I'm not I'm not going to spend time battling these guys. I'm going to keep branding my career, you know, and the only way for him to do that, you know, is outside of the URL app because the URL app is content driven. And I'm sure that URL is like, yeah, go ahead and do this app battle. And then we're going to give you this known. And then we're going to do this light work battle. And then we're going to do this. You know what I mean? And he's like, yo, <laughs> I'm not doing all of that. I'm not falling into the, you know, to the to the content driven fucking play type stuff. I want Hitman. I want Shook. I want, you know, Charlie Clip. I want these guys. I want them on YouTube drops and I want to be considered one of them, you know? And if he goes out and gets three or four of those matches in the next couple of years, he could very easily, people are talking about Geechee on Mount Rushmore after his run, you know? He could very easily be considered that, you know, um, if he goes and continues to take those legendary battlers, you know, and, and, and stays away from the gauntlet of, you know, I don't. I don't want to be disrespectful, but the young, hungry, talented people that drive the app. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I want to get to this question from Jesse, and it's probably kind of our last word. We'll get to Lamar Jackson, but mm-hmm. like he had Jesse, the homie Jesse asked, "How much will this go down for him? How much will that go down for him when he gets away from URL?" Yo, URL has all the power. This is the thing. Like I'm, you know, I mean, I've I've always said this is like, you know. Like I said, they're the gospel. You know, I don't I don't know if they have the ability to, you know, really affect his career from that from from their standpoint. You know, I would hope that they wouldn't. But I would also think that they are feeling a type of way right now, you know, and, um, you know, we've seen battles blocked. We've seen battles, you know, not even just blocked, bro. Like there's a there's a there's a ton of guys on the URL app that are not even under contract, you know, who who they know that if they go over to RBE or if they go over to Chrome 23 or if they go over to King of the Dot or if they go do this battle that the URL would probably frown upon, that they're not getting booked on URL or they're not getting the bags and the, the, the battles that they want on URL anymore, you know? So there's a there's a, almost like a, a manipulation and blocking battles, a manipulation and blackballing certain, you know, battlers to battle certain people on certain platforms, you know? And, you know, you've seen guys like Geechee and Rum Nitty be able to kind of navigate around those things because they're Geechee and Rum Nitty. But we just talked about how there's only a few of those people. So, you know, like, I don't know, though, from from the URL standpoint, if there's like a move, a chess move that they're going to make and say, hey, you know, you want to go out there in YouTube land and you want to battle all these big people and get all these YouTube drops? Well, cool. Just remember that 95% of the battlers, maybe 98% of the battlers in the world, you know, want consistent battles on URL. And if they decide that they want to battle you out there, then we will eliminate that. And that could be dangerous. So then it could just be me and easy and we can just (laughs) battle each other. (laughs) We'll just battle each other every, every month, you know, and and see what happens. So Mr. Jukebox, I I do want to get back to your comment. He talked about easy worked hard, but that means battlers have to work hard too to market themselves with the URL, URL brand backing them. And I hear that, but it even and I and again, we don't have to go down this road, but I just mentioned Swamp had a tweet about once you really get to a certain level within the within battle rap, like you start to see the politics of it. And it's just like, bro, this isn't fun. 
Like yeah, what makes yeah. you not want to want to do it? And that's not the first time I've heard him mention something to that effect. Like if there's a reason why battlers retire several times, like this is literally the world of Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre a million times over because things get to a certain point where it's not fun. It's not for you guys, right? Like I can't speak at it, speak it from that standpoint because I'm not a battler, obviously. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, granted, I'm in, I'm have this, been in these rooms with you when you listen to these guys talk and they talk about the politics of it all and how, and how not, I mean, not just URL, like I don't want to put this all on them as if they're the only ones, but right. even within other leagues, like the politics that happen between the league and the battler and how things just get to be, you know, not, it's not fun. It's not cool. Like, right. And so again, well, I want to get to this last question. Shout out to, uh, to the homie Lawrence Smith. Uh, he had a question. So based on what you just said, what are the chances of success outside of URL? Now, before you answer that, granted, we're going to see a little bit of a litmus, litmus test tonight in this easy battle, right? It, obviously he's battling Hitman. Hitman is one of if top three, top two, most recognizable battle rappers in, in America, I can't speak worldwide, but I'm pretty sure he's up there worldwide, top 10, top five. So this battle is going to reach a million views just how quickly. And I think how quickly it gets to a million will also determine how people, the narrative, if you will, on easy and his marketability, because of course it's hit, man. It's going to make yeah. a million just how fast. But your thoughts on that question? The question is twofold. You know, um, how success outside of URL, one, like me, I've never been on URL. You know, the success outside of URL from a from a battler who has never been on URL, I would say very, very slim, very slim. I don't tell people to take the route that I took. You know what I mean? I don't say this is the smartest thing. You know, the smartest thing for easy to block captain was to go to URL and do, you know, ultimate madness and, and the exact route that he did. That was the smartest thing for easy. You know, um, my, my route doesn't work. But to go to URL you know, be established to already have that stamp on you so that you have all of these people, you know, there's, there's a huge group of battle rap fans that regardless of how good I am, will always say, well, he hasn't done it over here. You know what I mean? They can't say that about easy. You know, he's already quote unquote dominated the URL. You know, I don't know if I would say dominated, but he's on a crazy run. You know what I mean? He's battled, he's battled, you know, uh, Top tiers, you know, he went through Ultimate Madness. He's got he's got battles with guys like Danny Myers, who's bar god, hard to beat. You know, he's got guys, you know, Vets, Averb, Cortez, Goods. Like he's, you know, he's he's arguably hasn't lost a battle. Um, so the success rate is really, you know, about how you transition outside of URL. And I think right now is what we really have to look at is like this is not a. I don't think this is a. Hey, man, it was great having you. You know, hope you do well situation you know this to me is a fractured relationship you know from the outside looking in you know so now um so now you know whenever he battles you know it just kind of it just kind of depends on the route he takes and then you know i mean granted all the other leagues can't wait to book a url star consistently on their league you know so he's gonna have plenty plates available to him on rbe chrome 23 you know and some of these other leagues um, but you know, it, it's, it's, it's definitely case by case. There's not, there's not really a, a, Hey, you know, you can succeed outside of URL. It's really case by case. I'm a different case. He's a completely different case, you know? And, um, yeah, everybody, everybody's kind of different, man. You know, some guys, they, they, they're going to stay there. They're going to stay, you know, um, faithful and loyal to, you know, smack and bees who have put money in their pockets for years and years and years, you know, and they're just going to have that ceiling on the app, you know? 
and 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 that's and that's just what they're gonna they're gonna have to make a decision. Hey, you know, is the money, the consistency, the fact that I can battle once a month, I can make you know however much money and I can feed my family worth you know me not you know me, me being upon an app you know so well, and, I don't know we'll see some people like it some people don't but you know what I'll tell you this much it's probably money driven it's probably you know it's probably a little bit of like loyalty driven but a lot of it's money driven and if any battlers can find a way to have streams of income outside of URL to where they're only battling because they love it and they're only battling to increase their stature or whatever then I don't yeah. think you'll see more of them jump outside of the app but if it's like, you know, guys that want to be full-time battle rappers and need plates and stuff like that, they're definitely going to stay. Absolutely. Absolutely. And look, man, like as someone who's been close, as close as I am to you and and, and a part of those conversations, um, I think you are, I mean, the URL for all intents, unless something drastic happens, they're always going to be the top rated uh, battle rap league around. It's always going to matter more to the culture if you battle on that brand. And I mean, Mr. Jukebox says Easy is a product of URL. True. But the further, the the longer he's he is away from that brand and he's on other platforms, he become he gets to be more into, and I'm going to use this as an example. I'm going to use DNA, right? DNA is a guy who's battled on all different various platforms. He's and while you think of him as a URL battler, you can I, there's a probably a segment of them who just sees him as DNA a battle yeah. rapper not attached to a particular brand and all it does is that when he when easy does make his return because here's the thing we're, we're saying this as if this is this is a done deal he won't battle on url in 2023 at all and that's not the case not at all yeah. easily negotiate with url to say if you want me on this brand i just need youtube drops you can still drop it on the app you can still do that i just need a youtube drop at some point within x amount of time this could all just be a negotiating strategy ploy for him yeah so so again so it's not as if he's done with him we're kind of the culture is kind of taking it in that direction of oh he's he's out of there right he's done um but i don't necessarily think that's the case um last comment we're gonna get to lamar jackson and and i'll i'll share a quick story on this so this is from uh teak raw says three people i know used to watch battle rap they watch buttons podcast they're asking me who is easy promo in different markets can bring in lost fans or new fans and this is a fact so I got a guy on my team who came to me uh, yesterday and was talking about uh, Easy and Hitman. He saw a little bit of a promo. I don't know if he watched the VOD trailer from Chrome 23 or seen a, a, a blogger recapping it. And he goes, yo, who do you think won? I know you in the building. Who do you think won? I'm like, well, I think, I think you know, it's close. I think Easy got second and third, da, 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 da. And he's like, oh, word, yeah. He was like, you know, Arsenal was my favorite, man. Like, you know, I'm like, I wonder why he stopped rapping. And I'm like, bruh stop rapping <laughs> like what are you like no like bro he raps he's still yeah. active. he's still doing his thing he's just it's just on an app now it's not on youtube anymore yeah those um, barbershop conversations man are still that you know they, they there's a there's a handful of people who who followed it up until the geechee you know lux and different things like that but when you're when you're in the barbershop every time i go to the barbershop you know kansas city's not battle rap city you know like, you know, people know me here, but even then, like, I'm still probably not, you know, as as known in Kansas City as, you know, as I could be or whatever, just because it's not a battle rap heavy city. But any barbershop you go into, people still talk about Sirius Jones. They talk about Jen. They talk about Murder Moot. They talk about Jay Mills. They talk about the old school battle rap. And then if they know anything about the new school battle rap, you know, it might be a Geechee or a Twerk, you know, outside of that. 
you know, who is this guy? Who is that guy? Who you do? Oh, I, you battled Charlie Clips. You battled Arsenal. You battled. Oh, you're the, you're you're. Oh, you then you must be good. You know, to me, you know, like those are the names that you know people that are not stuck in this battle rap culture of like hardcore fans. You know what I mean? Those are the people that are known outside of that. You know, and I would I would be interested to ask Easy like, what does he think more for his brand and his success, Hollywood or URL? You know, because I, I would wonder if if there was part of him that's doing Hollywood and doing all this flying back and forth and movies and stuff like that. And he's like, yo, like this is so much better than this, you know, you know, than this, you know, URL battle rap on, on apps every now and then, you know, like he looks at if he's looking at battle rap and, and even, you know, the app as a sub stream of income. Like, yo, that could still be something I do. But like, look at Hitman, you know, everybody knows Hitman and, and, and we knew him from battle rap, but like he does it what once a year comes out maybe once every you know something like that because he yeah, moved on to bigger and better things so absolutely absolutely man so let's jump now let's jump before we go before we go yeah 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 yeah. over under on a million views did you see so, so a week i saw france put that up he said the over and under was seven and a half days um i'm going over actually you think it's gonna be more than more than seven i do I'm interested to see with it being on a Chrome 23 channel. I think they have 40,000 subscribers. I know Hitman and Easy are both going to promote heavy, but I am interested to see, you know, how it'll how it'll work. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I'm gonna tell the truth. I took the over. I when, mm -hmm. I when I looked at the vote, I took the over. I think the under was winning. It was. Um, but. I think that the allure of Hitman, right, being who he is, it's going to probably do it. I think, sorry, Tika Raw, sorry, I'm old and I have glasses. Um, Tika Raw, not Tika Raw, he, he says six days if promo, right? Hitman's, Hitman has said it's going to, the hate's going to look different on camera, right? He repeated that a lot in that second and third round. So we're going to get. A I, th I think my thing, my thing is like his last couple that have been on YouTube have been Calico and Cassidy. You know what I mean? That's so, true. And I mean, obviously, him and Cassidy, million views. You know what I mean? That's that. That was going to happen easy. You know, and Calico is another guy that's known. So it's like you know, I don't remember how long it took him and Calico to get to a million, but um, I think it'll take him and Easy probably double that. But all right, we can get to sports though because we got about twenty minutes. So I actually got less than that. Um, real quick, nah, real quick. I'm, what? Hold on, let me see. Uh, I'm good till eleven, twelve, fifty-eight. I just got a work meeting at one, so I'm just gonna jump off this and jump on it. I'm sitting right here, so. Okay. Uh, so hold on, let me look up this Hitman John real quick. Calico versus Hitman did two point three million. It's at two point three million right now. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, like. I think Easy has done because of his versatility, because he is now granted, he's not known by everybody. I think his appearances, his appearances on Bud's podcast, I mm -hmm. think work on on Bel Air. Mm -hmm. I think the fact that it's Hitman, I and look, I stared at that at that poll for about a good two to three minutes and like pondered Yo. like before I <laughs> before I made a decision. So we just I left stayed. New York. So I'm not I'm not pausing things. I'm not pausing things, but you know. Hey, listen. Let, hold on. Let me get a rant off real quick. I'm done with pause culture, man. I'm 40 years old, man. You know what we talking about out here. You know I'm not into that kind of into that type of time. I'm not pausing nothing no more. Y'all can pause if you want to. I'm good. I'm I'm keeping my life going. All right. Tell like, us more about the poll. Come on. 
Yes, I stared at the poll for about three to four minutes trying to figure out what option to choose between the over and the under. And so, like, you know, I, I took the over, but I think I might go six. I think if it can get to 300, if within the first 24, if it can get to about 300,000, I think he's in a good place. Okay, cool. Good, good stuff. The first 24. Uh, Mr. Jukebox asked, do you think Chrome 23 would pass, surpass RBE as a second league? Um, I think it takes another year or two of consistency. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Like, listen, I think there's something to be said for branding. And shout out to Remy Ma. I do think that she, it depends on what her vision is. I'll put it to you that way. If her, if she came into the game as as a as a woman who's trying to center female battle rap and trying to do more to promote and push the ladies if yeah. that will continue to be the lane that she stays in yeah then no then no if she's going to be able to book now look if her if her first three main events for male male battle rap is easy clips easy arsenal easy sugar Easy Mook. I don't think Shug's coming outside for not on not on Chrome. I think he's going to want to do that on A Ward A Verb A Ward Hollow. I'm just saying, like if she if she gonna start booking up kind of matches, she's still not gonna surpass RBE. But she, they're gonna be objects in your rearview mirror closer than they appear. <laughs> because you know what happens it, when you see something in the rearview, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I set I set that up. That was that was an easy oop right there. Um. But yeah, like, like I don't know. It just depends. Like, depends on what RBE does. I think, you know, ARP had a blog. He was talking heavy at URL, and he telling Mook, "What's up? Like, you tell me the, you tell me the time, the date. I got the bread for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, ARP, if you let me hold a little something, you know what I mean? Right. Like, it seemed like you. It seemed like you got the bag. That's all I'm saying. But, but not like it's. I don't think so because I think RBE's been around too long for 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 Remy to jump past them that quickly. You would need, like I said, a bunch of top tier matchups, a bunch of really recognizable names to step outside some of those YouTube era. I think it's a little beyond the matchups. I think that it's like, if she's continuing to partner with Joe Budden podcast revolt and she's putting together events and she's got like these celebrities and everybody coming out and backing out places in New York. I think that, you know, within a year or two of consistency of booking main events and like, you know, whatever, I really think that she could, she could be up there, you know? Okay. All right. Well, that's something to see. That's something to see. Something to see. And then obviously, like I said, RB is going to play a role in that. How many times are they going to have events? Who's, what are their yeah. events going to be looking like? What are their main events? So um, she's definitely with this event. I think the reception, the pay-per-view issues aside, um, I think that event has been more from what I've seen, very well received um been very well, well received and so she continues to put on dope events she's definitely going to be in the battle rap consciousness so we'll say that mm-hmm. yep so let's let's take a tika raw tika roll my bad bro i keep messing your name up <laughs> although you messed up the commander's thing <laughs> that's all right that's all right that's all right the vanderbilt commodores and the washington commanders are basically the bottom of, <laughs> of their respective football uh situation so we're good <laughs> So Lamar Jackson, man, Lamar, you know, the Baltimore Ravens could not work out a long term deal with him in in a a little bit of a twist. They slapped him with a not literally people, but they tagged him uh, with a non-exclusive franchise tender. So what that means is that he can go out and try to negotiate with other teams. 
Um, he can try to go out and negotiate with other teams. If someone wants to sign him, they can, uh, the Ravens have the right to match that offer that he gets, or the team that signs him would have to surrender two first round draft picks. And so I, I'll, I'll just get your thoughts first when you saw that news come through and what you think that means for Lamar and his future with the Ravens. I'm- He's gone. <laughs> uh, that's what I think it means. Uh, I definitely think there's enough desperate, you know, uh, um, franchises out there. Now, granted, like he has to meet with them and want to play there, right? Right, right. So, I mean, like he he has the ability to go out and talk to these teams. Like he can right. negotiate with them. Right? Yeah, so I mean, I think like somebody's going to throw a lot of money at him. I mean, you know, somebody's going to throw a lot of money at him and they're going to give him guaranteed money. They're, they're desperate. People are desperate for quarterbacks, well, man. Well, well. Well, here there's a plot twist in this story. So within the first like hour of this news becoming available, um, basically the Falcons said we're out. Falcons said they're out. Panthers said they're out. Dolphins said they're out. Raiders said they're out. It's like the Commodores. The Commodores. Yes. So you're uh, you're valued at six billion dollars, and all I'm seeing is twelve games a year. So. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, right. So, all those five teams all said that they are not going to invest or look at at signing Lamar. And immediately, the, the cries of collusion started to jump out because, like you said, Lamar wants his contract fully guaranteed. I'm pretty sure he's probably looking at something between five to six years in terms of the contract length, right? $250 million minimum guaranteed. And the idea is that all these teams, because of what the Browns did with Deshaun Watson and giving him a fully guaranteed contract, that is that is on record as the owners were highly upset. Um, I forget the name of the other uh, cat from Tennessee who Bill uh, Haslam, Ryan Jay Haslam, Jimmy, yeah, yeah Jimmy, Jimmy Haslam, Haslam. yeah, were, Jimmy Haslam. They were highly upset at him for uh, for making that that deal because they don't want to have to fully guaranteed yeah. long-term, right? So Kirk Cousins, who's kind of like, I mean, he, to me, he's the 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 OG. He's the father of the guaranteed contract. Yeah, He he normally signs like a two, a three-year fully guaranteed deal, which if you understand how NFL contracts are structured, when you want to know how long someone, a team is really tied to them, you want to look at, uh, you want to look at the guaranteed money. Right. So Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones gets four years, 150, 60 million. But the guarantees are over the next two years, he gets 82 million. So basically, yeah. when you read that contract and then after the second year, if he's still mediocre, if Saquon is still carrying him, then he um, he can be the, the cap will probably be set up in a way where they I don't can think how you said that, that but I'm, I'm going to let it run. I'm going to let it ride. I'm going to let it ride. I don't like how but, you said that, but I'm. Saquon burying him. Daniel Jones is a is above average quarterback. But keep going. We ain't got time no, for that. Look, let, let's let's stop for a second. Let's stop. Let's put a pin in that and pause for a second. Who's more important to the success of the New York Giants, Saquon Barkley or Daniel Jones? Long term or short term? Based on based on how they performed last year. Based on the okay, short term Saquon Barkley, but running backs are running backs. That's not true. Saquon's not just a running back. Saquon, he just Saquon. he had what well, he had one good year and he came back from maybe two another knee injury and it's a wrap. Listen, maybe he might think this is disrespectful to say this, but Saquon Barkley is the easy to block captain of running backs right now. It's levels to this. It's <laughs> it's levels right now. Like like yo, like 
there's a difference between Saquon and say like shout out to Isaiah Pacheco. Isaiah Pacheco is a nice running back, but there's levels between when you talk yeah. about Christian McCaffrey, when you talk about Saquon, um, I'll throw Nick Chubb in there or like a doubt. Like when you talk about those guys, there's a clear separation between that caliber of running back and the other ones. As a Niner fan, Elijah Mitchell is a good running back. He's a really nice running back. But the first time I saw Christian McCaffrey see the hole and the burp, I said, oh, wait, 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 wait. We talking about something a little different here. Like, Elijah, yeah. you nice. You not that. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. Yeah. And so like, you know, I, I hear you, but nah, it's it's a difference. Shout out to the homie uh, uh, Lawrence. He says, not really understanding the idea of collusion. We should not normalize a bad decision by the Browns. I hear you. But here's the other part of that conversation as it relates to Lamar. The in, the owners have been normalizing bad quarterback decisions for years now. Part of the reason why Daniel Jones gets $40 million a year is because every year when a quarterback came up for a new deal, they just said, oh, he, here, you reset the market. Oh, here, you reset the market. Until finally we got to this point to where Derek Carr and Daniel Jones can make $40 million a year and be – Okay, right. I'm not going to say they're trash. Not going to say they're not good. But yeah, that the league is has come together because we seen Carson Wentz got traded twice. Twice he got traded, right? So I mean, nah, like the the league has shown that they are real quick combine related. You look at Anthony Richardson's combine performance. We already knew he was a good athlete. I'm not sure why this his combine numbers are like oh my god, but like based on his combine performance. People, I mean, he was already a top 10 guy when they started to get into his tape. Now he's probably cemented as a top 10 QB. Will Levis, top 10 QB. I have no idea if those guys are going to be good. My money's on them not being franchise-changing quarterbacks, but teams are willing to take the risk. Why? Because one is cheap labor because they're under a rookie deal. They don't have to pay them for five years. And because it's the upside of everything, right? If you if you take that risk and you find your quarterback, you found your guy to lead your franchise for the next 10 years. Yeah, yeah. You're telling me, Lawrence, you're telling me that with everything that Lamar Jackson has accomplished, if, if he's finished, if he's been able to finish a season, last season he hasn't, they made the playoffs. They were number one seed. He was a almost a near unanimous MVP. And that man not worth 250? He's not? You think he is? I think so. If you're listen, listen, I put a tweet out yesterday. I, How many years has he been in the league? Five? Uh, I think this is his fifth or sixth, fifth or sixth year. Um, let me double check. Let me double check. I added, I sent the tweet to the 49ers account and said, listen, salary cap be damned. Go get him and figure out the rest later. Because if you tell me I got a team, like that's that's like that's a that is literally a fantasy football team come to life. If you tell me I got Lamar Jackson, I got Christian McCaffrey in the backfield, I got Debo at wide receiver, George Kittle, don't know what's going to happen with Brandon Ayuk yet. But if you're telling me I got them four guys, what are you – and when you look at the, the landscape of the NFC, yes, Lawrence, all of it guaranteed. When you look at now, the landscape of the, of the NFC, like who else is out there right now? You're, you you're in management, right? You're in management. You hire management. people. I do. You hire people, okay? So somebody comes in, and you're looking at the resume, and they only show up and complete their job 60% of the time. Ah, oh, we're not doing that. But the 60% of the time is really, really good, 
you're not looking at the fact that two of the five years that that you know he only played 12 games and couldn't you know or he, he might even miss more more games than that well see that's the other part of this that makes the story so interesting because I don't know if you saw, right, Eric DaCosta, the Baltimore Ravens GM, came out and was talking about the wide receivers and saying, well, we haven't found that all-pro guy yet, but we're going to keep digging. Like, you know, it's not for lack of trying that none of these guys have hit. And then, um, dang, what's the cat from my from Minnesota? Ah, one of the wide receivers came out. I can't think of his name right now. Um, from Minnesota? He, yeah, they drafted him from Minnesota. He was either oh. high first-round, second-round draft pick um comes out and he's like yo stop blaming us for the failures of this organization your strength and conditioning coach is trash and then yeah. you have former players come out and go oh yeah that guy he 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 lengthened my injury or he ended my career based off of his his workout regimens and things that he was doing so yeah. you also have that kind of intrigue on top of everything else of well lamar's missed the last two seasons but how much is their strength and conditioning program to blame for that? Because the Players Association also did a poll ranking the organizations and their strength and conditioning program got an F Jeez. from the players. So, again, right. like you kind of have all of that intrigue on top of it. And and to be in management, if I ask one of my staff to do as much as Lamar does for that team, especially offensively, he is the offense. Right. He is granted. He had Hollywood Brown. Uh, I got. Come think on, he's got Gus Edwards. What are you talking? I'm just kidding. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like that. Mark that Andrews, home, though, top five tight end. Top five tight end. Rashad Bateman. Rashad Bateman is a young man's name. Yes. Right. Rashad Bateman came out and bl- he put out a tweet. He took. He took it. He took it down. Um, but he came out with a tweet like, yo, your strength, the strength and conditioning coach is trash, which they fired him, which they did fire him. Lawrence says, doesn't guarantee money, money have to be in escrow. That's the other part of it. So this story has layers, right? The money does have to be in escrow. And that is something that the owners are not reluctant to do. As a matter of fact, part of the re- reason why the Raiders are out on Lamar Jackson is because they can't afford. They're broke. <laughs> Yes. Are they still paying John Gruden? They are still paying John like part and listen, part of the reason why the, the thought that they would not fire Josh McDaniels is because uh, Mark Davis would not have the money to be able to pay him and another coach, yeah. another coach if he fired him. So there's a lot of moving parts of this story. But to me, listen, if I'm a head coach, if I'm an owner, this is what and I also talk about these teams that they are not invested. NFL owners are not as invested in winning as you think. And here's why I say that. If you're telling me I got Lamar Jackson, at worst, he's a top 10 quarterback, right? Yeah. And you're telling me he wants $250 million guaranteed over, let's just say, five years. I don't know what how many how many LinkedIn years. If I'm a team like San Francisco, if I'm a team like David Tepper has been killing himself trying to find a QB, the owner of the Panthers, Carolina, Washington, San Francisco. Yes, I want to throw them in there, too. What, what, what you tell, what I just got you 250 million guarantee. Cool. That's fine with me. I'm because I'm guaranteed to have a top 10 quarterback for the next five years who has been relatively healthy. We understand that his, his, listen, we don't know how much the training staff helped or hindered him in his return based on what's being said by the players. But that's also, it also could be part of longevity too, though. It's already been done. You know what I mean? 
if I'm Kyle Shanahan and I'm looking at having a mobile quarterback who I, and here's, I think people talk about his offensive system and say that he's limited. Mm -hmm. Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson ran a pro style offense in college. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Um, who's the cat who got caught up with the with the one? Bobby Petrino. Bobby right. Petrino. Yeah. He ran Bobby Petrino's offense. If you cannot run pro style, he's not going to draft. He's not going to have you run his team. So mm-hmm. he can run a pro style offense. They chose to make it more of a re-option offense, which why not? Why wouldn't right. you? But you can put him in a drop back situation. Lamar can throw dots. Yep. Yep. So that, that's all I'm saying. I know we out of time, man. We, we're going to continue this conversation. We're going to continue to follow this story as it happens. We wanted to jump in. I wanted to make sure to get your thoughts on the YouTube situation mm-hmm. um, versus the app. And I want to have that quick convo on Lamar. I might jump back if I don't get in this week. Next week, I definitely want to get back in and talk about John Morant and the situation and circumstances surrounding him, the NBA. So thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for everyone who was here live watching with us in the comments. Thanks. We appreciate y'all. Remember, you can check out each episode of It's a Black and White Thing by going to the podcast app of your choice, wherever you find the good podcast. Subscribing, review, comment, all that good stuff. Same for YouTube, at Brain, uh, Brains and Bars, all one word. Search that, subscribe, hit the like button, share the broadcast. Um, Twitter, Facebook, um, Instagram, at Brains and Bars. I am Award.com. I am AwardMerch.com for all of things Award. Until next time, it's been a black and white. And white thing, man. We holler at y'all, bro. Safe travels to you. I will see you when you, uh, when you touch down. Get to the airport early because at late, new airport's been back up. I'm going to get to the airport early just to look around, man. It looks fun. It looks fun. So. It, is, it is fire. It's great. But we'll see y'all next week, man. Y'all be right. easy until next time. Peace.